You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday, right here with you on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. It's the 3rd of May, 9th of ER, 24th day in the counting of the Omer and Shabbos Nun Ches, 58, in Daf Yomi. And more numbers for you. The temperature outside of our area is 55 cloudy degrees, going up to a high of 79 degrees, partly cloudy, and back down to 58 degrees and cloudy later tonight. In Jerusalem, it's 76 degrees and partly cloudy, going down to a low of 52 degrees and clear. Thanks for joining us this morning, everyone, or whatever time it is where you are. Much appreciated. Hope you had a great Shabbos and a great week. And uh, we are here to start off the week with you on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are here till 9 o'clock, about two hours from now. And uh, yes, that is a.m. Eastern Time. Great programming all day long on the network. And uh, great programming all week long. We are in our uh, Sphera format. So we're going to be doing a cappella music today. And I hope you enjoy. We appreciate you joining us. We are... J.M. Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Pam, pam, para, baram, pam, para, baram, pam, para, baram, pam, 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 para, baram, pam, pam, para, baram, pam, para, baram, pam, 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 pam, para, Nachon here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you on the Nachum Siegel Network. First half hour of the show is over, and we have another hour and a half to go. Before Bitachon, we heard selections from Ari Goldwag, 613 and a.k.a. Pella, in our sphere of format of uh, a cappella music. At this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Alezecher Nishmas, Rav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and Alezecher Nishmas, Esther, Bas Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud in Yavamas tells us, Rabbi Akiva had 12,000 pairs of Talmidim. They all died at the same time because they didn't treat each other with respect. To illustrate the prestige and stature of Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim, we're going to describe the greatness of the great Tana Rameir Balanes. He was one of Rabbi Akiva's students. The Talmud tells us in Erevin, in his generation, there was none that was equal to him. We have to understand, why wasn't the halacha determined according to his views? It's because his colleagues could not fathom the depths of his mind. He was called Mayor because he enlightened the sages in Halacha. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi said that the reason he personally was sharper than his colleagues was because he sat behind the great Rabbi Meir. Had he sat facing him, he would have even been sharper. Nevertheless, when he came to learn with Rabbi Akiva, he couldn't grasp his lectures, and he went to learn by Rabbi Yishmuel. He then returned to Rabbi Akiva and ultimately sat at the head, all 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva were of this caliber. When the plague hit these 24,000 Talmidim, because they didn't give honor to each other, the entire world was left desolate. Rashi explains that the mitzvah of Hadarta Pnei Zaken refers to honoring a sage or one who has acquired wisdom. The halacha is that two Talmidei Chachamim do not have to stand up for each other it's sufficient for them to acknowledge each other. We learned that 930 different types of death were created in the world. The Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva were afflicted with the most dreadful one. Why was this their fate? What provoked the anger of Hashem in this manner? The Masha writes that it's possible that they spoke Loshon Hara about each other. But this is difficult for us to understand for it's not mentioned explicitly, nor are we inclined to hunt for Averis that one might have committed. Rabbi Yeruchim of the Mer clarifies the Marsha by citing Rashi's statement in Bereshis. Yaakov Avinu was afraid that he didn't deserve to be saved from Esav, and perhaps he had sinned. The Ramban points out 
that Yaakov himself testified that he had lived with Lavan and he guarded the 613 mitzvahs, whereas Esav committed five major averis in one day. He notes, though, that tzaddikim are always fearful of sin. Was Yaakov afraid of the two mitzvahs in which Esav excelled, Kibber of Aim and Yishuv Eretz Yisrael? It's explained that Yaakov was the superior of the others. He was held responsible for even the most minor infraction. For Esav, who had cast off the Malchus Shamayim, the yoke of the heavenly kingdom, his two mitzvahs were indeed very significant. We learned that Hashem is very exacting with Sadiqim. They are held to a higher standard. Rabbi Akiva expounded and exemplified the mitzvah of of loving one's friend. By not giving honor to one another, as the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, they were held accountable for the lapse. It was considered as if they had spoken Loshon Hara about their colleague. That is the reason why their deaths were warranted. For this reason, during this time of year, we strive for Tikkun Amidos to improve our personality traits. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
with Su right here on uh, JM Sunday. It is coming up on the top of the hour, and we'll get to uh, the news from Israel momentarily as soon as I uh, set that all up. Uh, it's fun to do things on the fly sometimes. So that's what's great about live programming. You know, you just do things that you have to do and uh, whatever it takes to get them done, right? Right? Isn't that the, uh, isn't that the way to do it? Well, anyway, uh, yeah, we are here live every Sunday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We appreciate your being here and hope you had a great Shabbos and a great week. As I said, we will get to... Uh, the news from Israel in just a moment. Uh, before Bitachon, we heard selections from Ari Goldwag, Y Studs, and uh, A.K.A. Pella, along with God and Benny Elbaz. Thank you to Rabbi Goldwasser for the segment on Sphira for Morning Chizuk. That is much appreciated, informative, and, uh, and uh, knowledge-giving, if you will. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, I do have information on a uh, an interesting program. Uh, let's see, get that information up. Uh, beginning, uh, let's see, when is this? Beginning tonight, okay, uh, Eastern Time, the Center for Jewish Family Life, Bright Beginners, presents Tools for Living and Parenting. Five nights, five experts. Beginning tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it's a Zoom program. And uh, the the uh, panelists for each night will discuss questions such as, how can I help my teenagers prepare for the job market? Does it really matter which college they attend? Suggestions for best fields that don't require a college degree? Uh, a very timely topic. I was just laid off. Where should I look and how do I apply for a new job? Uh, any tips for job readiness and putting my best foot forward? What are the growth areas in employment and uh, how will COVID-19 change the job market? All very timely and fascinating uh, questions. So tonight is going to be... Uh, the panelists will be Dr. Ellie Lassen, organizational psychologist. He'll be talking about job and career readiness. So that's tonight. Uh, now, these are going to be moderated by Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz. We all know a very uh, distinguished uh, presenter and expert uh, on many affairs of uh, Jewish life. He's the director of the Center for Jewish Life Bright Beginnings. So he'll be moderating it tonight. And uh, again on Zoom. And the uh, other people that will be presenting during the week, uh, Rabbi David Hertzberg, who's the principal of the middle school at Yeshiva Flatbush. He'll be talking about learning, about online learning. Zahava Farben, who's the director of trauma and bereavement at High Lifeline. Coping with Corona, helping ourselves and helping our children. That's Tuesday. Rabbi Jonathan Schwartz, who is the clinical director and cent of the Center for Anxiety Relief in Union, and also, a, a, all these people are wonderful, but I don't know them. I know uh, Ra Rabbi Schwartz. Uh, rabbi Schwartz is also the rabbi of uh, uh, one of the uh, JEC shuls in Elizabeth. 
uh, and a uh, tremendously wonderful person and an expert. His topic is managing anxiety in these stressful times. That's Wednesday. And Rabbi Tzvi Gluck, director of uh, Amudim, removing stigma and clarifying halacha regarding emotional wellness issues, also extremely important. That's Thursday. So it all begins tonight. Now the Zoom, I, I just posted it on my um, on my Facebook page. Uh, you can see the flyer. The Zoom is um, www.shorturl.at slash A-C-D-O-S. And uh, as always, I want to thank uh, Stuart, Schnee, Stuart Schnee for letting me know about uh, this program and so many other programs that uh, he has knowledge of or has actually put together. Uh, so I want to thank him very much for letting me know about this. Seems to be, it will be very interesting, uh, to say the least. So that begins tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom. Uh, I do not know, to answer some people's questions, of whether these uh, videos will be available following the live presentations. Uh, so people who are in other time zones or not able to listen tonight could uh, could get to them. I'm sure that question will be answered uh, during the program. So that again begins tonight. And thank you, Stuart, for letting me know about that. Uh, so it is time for the news from Israel. A couple of minutes late. I apologize to Hannah Julian. And uh, at it, uh, yeah, it's time for news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Colin Julian. Good morning, Matas. Busy day here in Israel. The Bat Yam Regional Labor Court ruled in favor of El Al Airlines today. They're asking for the right to pull 105 million shekels from the workers' pension fund. The airline wants the money to cover costs during the pandemic. The company originally wanted more than three times that amount, but agreed to a deal with the finance ministry and the labor union. The United Nations Children's Agency, UNICEF, is telling six Middle East countries to restart their vaccine campaigns. Syria, Sudan, Yemen, Iraq, Lebanon, and Djibouti had put a number of vaccinations on hold because of the coronavirus pandemic. Nearly 10.5 million children under age 5 are missing their polio vaccinations. And UNICEF says nearly 4.5 million kids under 15 could miss their measles vaccinations as well. All this because health systems were overwhelmed or because governments wanted to avoid overcrowding at their clinics. Israel's high court today opened its hearing on whether Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu can form the next government. The question arises because he's currently under indictment. However, Attorney General Representative Anar Hellman told the court this morning that there's no legal obstacle to Netanyahu forming the government. He said the main consideration that must be taken into account is the realization of the voters' will, because this is a democratic system and the prime minister is elected by the people. 
For the first time in two months, Israeli students in grades one, two, and three returned to school, albeit with masks and standing and sitting two meters apart. Fancy soft new masks are being sold in all the corner stores with famous sports logos along with designer styles and bright day glow colors. And they come in all sizes, actually, from small child to adult. Just amazing. And there's good news from the health ministry, which is going to recommend ending the ban on visits to second-degree relatives. That means it's okay to visit your grandparents again. It will also be okay to hold gatherings of up to 10 people, as long as everyone is wearing a mask and social distancing rules are in effect, six feet between each person. But here is the big news Channel 12 is reporting that malls and markets will reopen two weeks from today, on May 17th. And restaurants will finally be able to allow diners to eat on site as of June 15th. I predict a huge blowout summer startup sale at the malls and great gourmet meals at the restaurants. So if you are in Israel, get ready to rock. A quick look now at the weather. Partly cloudy skies today with seasonal temperatures high in the mid-70s. Clear to partly cloudy skies and low tonight around 60 in Jerusalem. A bit lower in the north and in the Judean desert. Downright cold. Pretty much the same forecast on Tuesday. But we're expecting a bit of rain. Just a few sprinkles nationwide. The temperature will drop, becoming unseasonably low. And the rain will intensify toward nightfall. Winter coming back for a quick encore. Sunshine back by Thursday. Have a great week, everyone. Shavua Tov. Stay healthy and stay safe. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thank you so much, Hannah Julian. That's our news from Israel. We'll uh, see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It was also great to hear you talk about the uh, reopenings and the step-by-step uh, reopenings and what's uh, happening over there in Israel. So, you know, everybody has to still stay safe and maintain the social distancing, as you said, and the protective gear and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, uh, moving along, we, we look towards positive things in the future and um, and everybody staying healthy. healthy. So thank you so much for that report. Uh, we're going to go back to the music. It's... Uh, Time for AKA Pella right here on JM Sunday. We are exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network.
Soldier 
where the grass don't grow. We made a promise to never get old. You had a chance and you took it on me. That was uh, The Days by the Y Studs right here on JM Sunday. Whoop. <laughs> Exclusively on the 
Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, and uh, let's see. Before that, um, I just lost that. Before that, 613, uh, a.k.a. Pella and Ari Goldwag gave us uh, selections right here on JM Sunday. It is uh, 8.32 in the morning, Eastern Time, right here. And uh, as I mentioned before, I mean, you love live programming. We are live every Sunday morning right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, when you have live programming, you have to do things on the fly sometimes. So Stuart Schnee before mentioned a program that's beginning tonight. It is, um, it is. Uh, let's see, the Center for Jewish Life and uh, Bright Beginnings is presenting a uh, Tools for Living and Parenting um, workshop, uh, a lecture series taking place over the five nights starting tonight. And it was put together, and it will be moderated by Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz, who's no stranger to these airwaves. So I figured, hey, let's see if we can get Rabbi Horowitz on live. So through the mar- uh, through the miracle of modern science, <laughs> I am happy to welcome Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz back to JM Sunday. Good morning, Rabbi Horowitz. Good morning. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. Me. Appreciate your joining us. Uh, Rabbi, you are no stranger to Jewish life around the world, having lectured probably in all four corners of the world, except I don't know where the corners are in a round world, but you know that could be a whole other <laughs> philosophical discussion. Um, but you are certainly no stranger to, uh, to Jewish life, and uh, you are, as it says here, as we know, the director of the Center for Jewish Family Life Bright Beginnings. Uh, so I, before we get to this um, program, if uh, if you don't mind, I would like to ask you in general uh, for your take on I don't know the mental health status these days of of the world, given given this unprecedented climate that we're in. Uh, is there anything that you found? Uh, I don't know some something that seems to be very prevalent uh, issues. You know, what could you tell us about? From your perspective, well, you know, there's certainly a, a great deal of anxiety, without a question. Look, we're all under stress. I mean, um, and you know what what we're finding, you know, when I work with the with the public at large, is that um, the 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 people, the men and women, children, you know, teens, all of it, who are who who have, uh, you know, just like just like the virus itself, unfortunately you know, uh, has the worst effect on people with pre-existing conditions, right, with underlying conditions. Right. So it's really like that in the emotional wellness area also. So people who are, who have already, are dealing with anxiety issues or or who are, um, who have, you know, stress that they're dealing with beforehand, um, it affects them. It, it's really almost like a parallel, you know, it affects them much more than the average person whose life, it was hopefully in order before. So um, what we started to do, um, you know, um, probably I'd say four or five weeks, oh, before Pesach, actually, the week before Pesach, mm-hmm. um, a few of us in, in the field and, and I myself, we put up, I posted on my social media that my phone will be on on Shabbos. And if anybody is in a dark place or, you know, um, afraid that they'll harm themselves and they need someone to talk to us. So my, I'm available. Just feel free to call 
Um, and, you know, it's been, it's, it was really an eye opener. What was, um, there were lots of people who did get in touch. And um, what I found remarkable, maybe not surprising, but it was very moving that the people that the nicest emails I got and contacts were after Yantif or before saying, look, I, I didn't, thankfully, I didn't need to, but it was so comforting to know that you cared enough about us to, to reach out number one, and number two, that I had the availability of doing so. Right. I don't. I, I think that's so important that you did that, and, and it's appreciated, and I know people took advantage of it. I wish more would jump on board you know, and do something like that, but I, I, I'm not a psychologist at all, no training whatsoever, but what you just said would seem to me to be very important, and I wanted to focus on it, that people who have such anxieties, such fears, possibly one of the biggest fears is they they don't know to whom to turn and that builds their own anxiety and their own fears that they're sitting home even before all this with whatever issues alone alone exactly alone those who are alone and ironically ironically this terrible disease has created a situation that that um people people who whose social network is not that strong in the first place um, who normally on a regular Shabbos a Yantif would be able to go to a cousin or an aunt or mm-hmm. somebody down the block can't even do that. Right, which is why it's so important, as people are saying, is check in on people. Absolutely. That, you know, Absolutely. Um, I cannot tell everybody who's listening, get outside your comfort zone, touch two people today. Call, Put a call, an email, a text, how are you? I'm thinking of you. You cannot imagine what I can't, I don't have, I'm going to get choked up. <laughs> I don't have words to express what it means for someone who thinks that um, individuals have forgotten about them and the community at large. Right. You know, it's so, it's so, um, there's such return on the investment, you know, for us, <laughs> exactly. for, for really, I mean it, for us, it's a two minute phone call. And and for them, it means everything in the world. A hundred percent. You know, it's funny. You may have heard this, that uh, as a result of, of all this uh, quarantine, telemarketers, or as we refer to them as spammers, <laughs> uh, have had difficulty getting to the number of calls because when they do get to someone and it happens they to be someone. on the phone with them. They, yes, exactly. Yes, I did not hear that. and it's, it's not surprising. It's it's not because you can listen to a telemarketer for fifteen minutes and not get a I, word I, in edgewise. I kid you not. When I was younger, when I was younger, more impulsive and spunkier. <laughs> not, I don't think I'm not. I'm at, I'm, I think I'm pretty spunky today. Yes. sixty. But when I was younger and had more time on my hands, the way I would get rid of telemarketers would say, "I'm so glad you called." <laughs> I promise you, I would say, "I'm so glad you called." It's so lonely. No one talks to me anymore. Uh, tell me, how's your day going? You're a bang. Well, I took a, I took a, a little bit different tactic over the last couple of weeks to telemarketers. I ask them if they're wearing a face mask, and if they say no, I say, "Well, I really don't feel I should be able to talk to you uh, right bad. now. It's not that, safe." But that's dated. That's only going to last you so long. Right, exactly. You know, I, I put out a I put out a short video on my on my uh, social media right before Shabbos. You know, usually I, I, every Shabbos since then I've been putting up a note. Mm-hmm. Just you know, if you're suffering, please don't suffer alone. So I put up a, a, a one minute thing, just a short thought. You know, Shlomo Melech says uh, in Mishlei, um, in Proverbs, uh, King Solomon says that uh, two are better than one. If they fall, one can raise the other. 
And if someone falls alone, nobody's there to help them. So I commented that the that the the dictate, the grammar doesn't seem to be right because it says shame yipalu if they both fall. Mm, okay. Right? right. It should have said shame yipal. If they're both falls. on the ground, who's going to lift them? Right. The third person, right? So they all come kind of from commentaries, offer some thoughts. My understanding is that that what it's saying is that it doesn't necessarily mean in a relationship it means that there's one strong one and one weak one, one who's well adjusted and one is not. It, 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 even if two people are struggling with the same thing, they can also lift each other. And that's, I think, a bigger chiddish, a bigger, a, a, a more a more profound way of looking at it. Oh, that's, absolutely. It's brilliant because we are in the same thing. And even if somebody's alone and he's feeling the anxieties or the fears, there are other people out there with the exact yeah. same feelings. And, and, and that's what I said. And that's yeah. what I said that, that I said, we're all frightened. We're all we're all under stress. You know, ironically, for some people, it's actually easier for them. I encourage people to reach out for help now, even if they didn't before, because no one's going to no one's going to notice that you're, you know, yeah. different than anybody else. Interesting. I saw a post before from uh, from somebody, you know, Yumi, uh, Yumi Schechter, and uh, he always posts very interesting things. He said, you know, people say, well, we're all in the same boat, but it's not exactly the same. We're in the same storm, but we could be in different boats. And, and then, right, and yeah. then, yes, exactly. Uh, well, they closed the borders there, so I don't know. I was still able to get his posts online. <laughs> but uh, that also, you know, talks to something that people realize. You know, they think, oh, so maybe someone else is not experiencing what I'm experiencing. That's not the case. Right. Everyone is experiencing this storm, and how right, we and deal where, with it is different. Sorry, go ahead. No, and how we deal with it might be different, and we have to realize that if we're sitting here, if we take 30 seconds to call somebody that maybe we haven't spoken to in a while, I guarantee you that person will be you know, amazed and happy. I have no words. I, I, I literally have no words to explain what it means, what it means to someone. And that's where, we came, that's where I came up with this idea of the series, to just try to give people some tools um, in, in various areas. Um, so, so tonight we're doing Dr. Ellie Lassen from Baltimore. He's got 30 years of experience in the job market, and um, and and you know the, he's he's brilliant. He thinks out of the box. He's creative. He's extremely erudite and 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 well educated. And and what he what he what he's talking we're talking about. I'm going to be interviewing him about the job market, and and it's it's geared for parents trying to guide their their teenager pre teenage the teenagers or young adults. And also for parents, you know, adults who are in the job market now, and he's so he's so insightful. And I, I look every time I talk to him, I learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, on a Monday night, we have um, uh, Dr. Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg from the Dean of Yeshiva Flatbush of Middle School, uh, talking about online learning. Again, I spoke to him. I, you know, I'm an ed- I'm allegedly an educator. <laughs> yes. I, I he opened up a whole world for me of stuff that I didn't know, and I, I'd like to, I like to think that I'm you know. Um, that is a Hava Tharman who's an extraordinary, extraordinary grief counselor for High Lifeline. I mean, every school principal in the country has her on speed dial. God right. forbid if some, something happens, she's incredible. Um, she's going to be talking about managing grief. Uh, Wednesday, we have Dr. Jonathan Schwartz, who's, in addition to being an incredible Rav in Hillside, New Jersey, he runs an anxiety clinic. He's a certified sex, um, psychologist, and he does. Uh, he runs an, uh, specifically about anxiety, ourselves, our children. And um, my de- Rabbi Tzvi Gluck is going to be on uh, on uh, Thursday night, and we're actually talking about what you raised about this issue of of stigma and halacha as it relates to emotional health, and that's something that we um, that we're trying to 
educate the public that that emotional health in halacha and in practical, you know, in, in emotional terms, for us, in human terms, that it, in halacha, halacha considers it the same as as a physical um, ailment. You know, people, some of the people that reached out to me before Shabbos, or before, before Pesach, actually, you know, one of them wrote to me and, and said, I, I don't, you know, I never, I never was Michal Shabbos in my life. Right. And, and like, how bad is too bad? Right. right? right. So I said, I said, think of, as I said, Ramosha Feinstein has a tshuva that above 102 fever, you're already committed to, to or obligated to be Michal Shabbos if you don't know a, a reason for it. Um, so I said, take your emotional temperature. Don't call when you're 105. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I yeah. said, if regular, you know, good day, you're on 98.6. I said, when it starts getting to 101, just make sure you're near the phone. Don't wait. I said, we're, we're Suffolk, whatever. It, it, I think it's a, it's a process that, that the public um, needs to be educated, especially, especially in these times. Right. I, I believe in general uh, that people have come to realize that there are a lot of um, uh, halachic uh, decisions that are being made right now, every day, regarding this. It's a new... Uh, uh, you know, it's a new thing for us, but in terms of halacha, there is room in halacha for everything to be discussed, any generation, any time, and it certainly is applying here. We, we are kind of learning certain things that maybe uh, when you learn it in yeshiva as a kid, you take for granted and then realize, oh, so maybe there is a way of doing something right, differently. Exactly. And not that we want to make it the norm because we don't want to dilute the culture that we have but yet when it comes to a time like this it is important to be able to see you know something you can dive in at home and if you need to dive in at home you dive in at home it's just as an example uh, from, i tell the people that i see people going to these you know house binyanim and stuff yeah. which may, I, I wrote i don't know if you saw i wrote a lot of yes thank you thank pieces you on that and i i tell them I, I i you know some some people are really don't want to hear, but the ones that I do talk to, the ones that talk back, yeah. and and when I'm polite enough to speak politely, which I try to be, um, I tell them that they shouldn't be uncomfortable with having a relationship with God themselves. Right, right. We that you know, I'm I'm serious. I I, I mean, it, it, and the thought, the notion of of possibly possibly endangering someone's life sure. because you want to run to minion, whatever. So yeah. Um, so we... this series, we're really excited about it, and we hope um, it, it's on Zoom. I, on the poster, I'll get you a copy if you didn't. Uh, yeah, I see the the poster here with a short yeah, so we URL. We made a short link, right? We made a short link to it. We, it's also they can go to any one of my social media pages. It's Yaakov Horowitz on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. They, uh, I posted uh, the the long link to it, and they can sign up for one or any any one of the five classes. Again, running from nine to ten uh, Sunday through Thursday this evening. I'm also doing at three p.m. I, I did a series on brachas last week. Um, I don't know if you ever saw. I'll be glad. Send me your address. I'll be glad to send you some copies. I think I gave Nachum one actually when I was in, when I was in your office last. Um, we, we published beginner Gemara books. I've always uh-huh. felt I've always felt that um, that we're losing such a large percentage of our of our children. And I don't necessarily mean to all of religion, but they 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 we lose Gemara when they start too quickly without having enough right. uh, back, background information. So we created um, Beginner Gemara series. <clears throat> and we're just, it's just been a few years where Baruch Hashem, we're over 100 yeshivas already. Wow. Um, for Beginner Gemara. And we're doing Yeshul Amidas, which is an abstract topic sure. with a lot of 
Um, I'm just going to, I know it's probably going to come out backwards, but uh, this is All right, I say that. Oh, it, it's like a graphic novel type. <laughs> it, that, that's what it is. In other words, it, it's, a, it's a graphic chart on right. the bottom here. You have the Machlokas Abai and Rava and where, where the situations apply. And we, we invested a fortune, um, you know, doing uh, commissioning pictures for each of the um, for each of the situations of right. Yishalem Das. And <clears throat> we road tested this in our own yeshiva where we taught like half the class with the graphics and then half without. And I would come in and test the kids. And there was like two different worlds. Sure. Um, so, so I'm giving the free classes. I really, really, really encourage parents. Um, uh, uh, if if you're an adult and you went to yeshiva and you just like never got gemara, Kamal, I'm telling you, it's two hours. You'll learn. You know, it, it'll change your life. I had a 74 year old man. I, I give an introduction to gemara. There's two classes on introduction to gemara. It's all on my YouTube page. Um, wow. It's they can look on my YouTube page. It's Yaakov Horowitz. Well, the previous classes I've given. Right. I, honestly, I had a 74 year old man who came went to the classes, um, and he he lived in Providence, Rhode Island. He gave me permission to use his name. Nice. He he went to day school till sixth grade. Um, the yeshiva ended in middle school, and his parents he he stayed seventh and eighth grade. He went to public school, and he went to high school. To yeshiva, to a dormitory. Right. So he missed just seventh and eighth grade. So he never learned the Gina Gemara. Oh boy! He finished Chas with Daffy Yomi five times, four or five times. Wow! But he said, "I feel like a fraud because I never really understood it." <laughs> yeah. And he, I'm not kidding. And I gave him the, I, the, all the translation, these wonderful translation tools that we have start on the fourth floor. Right. And I give them the tools to get up to there. Get up it's to there. Absolutely. So easy. I really encourage everyone. That's going to be at three o'clock. Every day okay. uh, this week also. And Excellent. Excellent. Uh, the uh, programs are amazing, Rabbi, and uh, we appreciate your putting them out there and you're taking the time to uh, you know to do all this, uh, especially Thank in you. this uh, time. Um, I, I want to say, yeah. So what else are you going to do? You're stuck at home, right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, when you're yeah, when look, you have look. when you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, as as you do to a very large extent, and I'm not minimizing that, but you're probably going to minimize it. It is true. A lot of people look to you. I'm sure it's not but, easy. It's still not easy. I want to tell you, you know, about about the the progression. You know, the the, the two major areas that I was involved in public life was teens at risk. You know, in the late nineties, right. And child abuse yeah. about you know about almost about almost twenty years ago, mm-hmm. eighteen years ago. So we started writing about it, and and both of these issues, um, when we started, for example, in teens at risk, it was only like you know oh hell and we said project yes. There were a couple of there was one Adelphia yeshiva of David Zatzal, David Trank Zatzal, right. but they weren't really services. But once other organizations came on board, same thing with child safety, I decided that that our organization um, is going to concentrate on prevention. Yes. So we, we made this child abuse prevention book. This, let's say, say, thank God we're in over 100,000 homes in three languages. Wow. And and to help kids acclimate to Gemara uh, and Chumash, we started creating beginner Chumash materials. They can go, it's a bright beginnings. They can look it up. Uh, you can look it up uh, on on the internet. Mm. It's thebrightbeginnings.com. And you can look up look up educational materials um, and it really, the idea is, I have a, I have a, a, non, a, a wonderful friend. He's a secular Jew, and he, when I first published the the, the book, he he 
he emails me, can you give me a call, Yankee? Sure. I said, he says, Rabbi, come on, give me the elevator pitch. What's the tomorrow book about? So I said, I said, okay. I said, forget the emotion. Of, right. We want everybody to learn Gemara and how important it is to our lives, which it is. Right. I said, set aside all the emotion. I said, um, Talmud is is complicated. It's tort law yes. in a foreign in a foreign language <laughs> with no punctuation, and some of the pages kind of mixed around. Right. <laughs> And I said to 10-year-olds, you think we yeah. need a little intro? Right, right. <laughs> you know? So like, what happens is, like, the Rabbeim are so good today. I Really, they're, they're wonderful. And the Moras and the Rabbeim and the preschool teachers, I mean, they're, they're so on their game. But, like, everybody creates their own materials. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, and who has the time to, you know, they're working three jobs. And, and who has the time to really? So, like, I looked at it, like, when I started my yeshiva, I was like, why doesn't somebody make some, you know, quality material that and, and spend the time and money thank god we had donors that that have been you know that that understood and got it and have helped us get to this stage sure. but i really encourage folks to to take a look at it uh, some of our books are on apple um you know on, on on ebook they can go to to anywhere in the world you can just go on um apple and do a Google search for Bright Beginnings, Chomish Gemara. You know, you can pick up some of the workbooks and, and look them over. Yeah. I don't think um, people so, realize... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I, I was going to say, no, I don't think people realize the n- amount of resource material that is out there, the amount of educational material like you're talking about. Those who are not necessarily internet savvy don't see it, but those who are, there is so much out there that you could just, instead of thinking, oh, I need to spend two hours a day learning, or if you can't for whatever reason, there's so many things you can, work, especially now with people being home, like you said, um, with, with prevention, you can work with your children. And parents can sit and do things with their children that they've never been able to do before. That's what I want to say. What you said about never been able to, what, what I, what I, what I, what I keep telling parents and I, you know, been posting on my own social media um, during the school year um, when, if you want to teach your kids skills, the first thing they're going to say is we're not responsible for that. Right. Okay? Right? Right. We're not re- <clears throat> right. We're not responsible. And if you talk to the teachers, they say we need to cover ground because we have this syllabus that we have to learn. So what better time is there? And the kids are home instead of, you know, learning another page of Gemara with them, which is very important, or another another peric of Hamish with them, go back and teach them the beginner skills. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I wrote an article in Mishpacha magazine 13 years ago. It's called It Doesn't Start in 10th Grade. This is about education, right. nothing to do with any of the trauma or other issues. I believe it is the number one reason that kids abandon religion educationally, right. is the fact that especially boys, because Gemara, you know, is... We learn Gemara. It's beautiful. I mean, we learn Gemara so much and such a large percentage of the day. I went to Yeshiva Tarvadas in the 70s, oh. and nobody believes me. We learn two hours of Gemara every day. Zehu, that's it. Yeah. We learn two hours a day. We were dismissed at 6 o'clock. So this, my, my contemporaries were Rabbi, Rabbi Yisrael Reisman and Rabbi Shachli Weinberg and Rabbi Vera Liner. They all went to the base medrash at 6 o'clock, and my buddies and I went to play basketball. <laughs> But, wait, but, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on a second. So, so was was my uncle uh, Oh Shalom there at the time? Moshe Rivlin was he still there? Yeah, sure. He's a little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah but, uh, yes, yes, yeah. he was. Okay, no, yes. no patches. He didn't give any patches then, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he was. No, he I'm was saying good. like now the kids are learning so much Gemara. Like, well, if they, if they yeah. don't get Gemara, it's almost 
a portal to religion. Yeah, it, it's a. In other words, if you if you if you don't get Gemara, which is complicated text, then it's it's deductive reasoning, and 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 it's it's you know. It, 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 it's such a it's such a big deal if the kids don't get it they like miss the train yeah I, I taught eighth grade for 15 years that's when i started in 1982 and many of the years i taught the weakest track of the yeshiva some that you know me as regular some that but like so many of the kids like they just came up like uh hey Rebbe, you know right right yeah to uh, go to the, go to the other guys like right. you know, they're, they're, when you know. i was in uh, elementary school and high school here in uh, elizabeth at jec we mm-hmm. did study a lot of Nach, and I think that's missing. And this discussion we could have <laughs> like for an entire show, but we're we're, we're yeah. heading to you know we can do it another time. But uh, but in the yeshivas, for most of them they don't learn any Nach. There's a joke, you know, somebody is asked a, a question in the classroom. Uh, you know, where where is this quote uh, that's uh, from Yirmiyahu? I, I don't know. I'm just making something up. Where, where's this quote from Yirmiyahu? And somebody was saying, Oh, I know, I know. It's in uh, it's in Shabbos Tav You know, <laughs> because there is it's no great. right. There's no, and, so I, and by the way, parenthetically, the the, the Gemara was really um, a, a, it was a discussion among among I wouldn't say experts, but among the fourth floor people. Sure. You know, it, it, and so the assumption is that you already know Mishnah and you know Tanakh, yeah. you, you know, you know all this, and and therefore when you come in there, um, if you don't have that background information and you don't have the tools, like it just one of the yeah. most one of the most um, transformational moments for me as an eighth grade Rebbe. Because I drove long story, but I know we're short on time, but yeah. we I have drove, like thirty five seconds. <laughs> But go out there, folks, parents, teach your kids skills, whether you use my stuff or not, this free stuff on the Internet. Watch Dr. Hertzberg, Rabbi Dr. Hertzberg tomorrow. I'll tell you about it. But really, I really encourage you to educate your children and make sure that your children are emotionally whole. We have a great series this week. God willing, we have a few more weeks of programming like this. Right. Uh, avail yourself of it. Um, look on my social media. It's Yaakov Horowitz on all four platforms. And my, my YouTube channel, Yaakov Horowitz, has all the new material. I'm posting three, four classes a day right. um, of new material there. I really Excellent. encourage you to Rabbi, have that. And there's lots of other, it's all free, uh, old stuff on parenting, on teenagers, on adolescents, on personality sure. profiles, learning profiles. Thank all you of it. so much, Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz. We'll have Thanks you on again. Maybe in the, within a couple of weeks we'll have you on. Thank you again so much. Have a great time. day. Be well. Thank you. It is uh, time to uh, end the show, and I appreciate you know, thank you so much for Rabbi Harwitz joining us here on uh, JM Sunday. Uh, the program begins tonight, and um, thank you to Rabbi Harwitz for uh, for joining us today and um, for uh, giving us all the information about the program that's coming up starting tonight. And uh, we will certainly be um, there. We go. <laughs> Oh, man. See, this is what happens on live programming, right? Uh, so we certainly encourage everybody to uh, listen to the um, to the programs tonight. Uh, thank you very much. Great programming continues all day long here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time with JM in the AM, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great Shabbos. We'll see you next Sunday right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.